Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feimster. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss how two-way radios are used for agriculture. We'll learn why they are important to the farming industry, discuss how two-way radios are used on farms, and hear some of our recommendations for specific radios for agricultural communications. We'll also take some of your questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW and save 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Two-way radios are widely used in agriculture. Whether on a farm, dairy, orchard, vineyard, or ranch, Radios are vital to reliable communications in the agriculture industry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's about this time of year in the last few months where we see an uptick in farms and ranches and uh, the types of places you're talking about there that, that order radios and need radios. So uh, you, you had a good idea to do a podcast on this topic because, you know, we do see so much interest and radios are so important. In these industries. They are. They are. You know, I've been watching a few YouTube videos where they've discussed it, and it's kind of amazing to me how much they rely on them, especially when they're out in the fields and they're using some of those big machines, uh, you know, whether they're watering the crops or, or doing harvesting or that sort of thing. Uh, they really rely on these a lot. Yeah. You, you know, in a lot of other industries – um, cell phones are usually a, an option that competes with two-way radios. Mm -hmm. So if in a pinch, you don't have a radio, you could use a cell phone. A lot of times on these big farms, they're not, you know, very close to cities and they're kind of out there and cell phone coverage isn't something that can be completely depended upon. So that's true. Um, yeah. radios are essential and not just handheld radios. A lot of times farms are big enough. That uh, they need repeaters, they need mm -hmm. huge coverage areas. Um, so, you know, we we do a lot of business with um, farms like this. Well, they're becoming increasingly important uh, in the agriculture industry, and um, because of that, there are more uh, manufacturers and dealers stepping up to the plate, recognizing this and saying, "Hey, we need to offer uh, packages for." For farms, we have a few, as a matter of fact. But uh, before we get into some of those, let's let's talk about why radios are important to farmers. I mean, obviously, the good communication is uh, the key to the success of any farmer ranch, and uh, that communication can be kind of a challenge, as you just said, even for small family farms. But on the larger farms, they're really, really crucial. Yeah, of course, there, there's so much space on typical farms. And they're spread out. The employees are spread out. A lot of times you've got employees that are operating heavy machinery and equipment, and you need to be able to get in touch 
with those people mm-hmm. constantly. And radios yeah. are, are just the perfect device for that. Even very small family farms can cover quite an expensive land. There's some smaller farms that are small farms, but even a small farm can be quite large. Oh, of course. Uh, anyone that's uh, making a living doing farming, I mean, a- an acre of land isn't going to cut it. Most likely yeah. you're going to need a significant amount of space, even for the small mom and pop type operations that probably comes to mind when, when people think of farms. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got to also think most of the farming out there overwhelmingly is industry. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's huge companies that are doing this. And uh, they're all using radios. And you were just talking about why cell phones don't necessarily make a good solution for the farms. Uh, I want to touch on that once again, because a lot of these farms, as you just said, are located in rural areas. So it's going to be spotty for the cell phone coverage, and it may be non-existent at all in some places. There are going to be a lot of areas where you, you just can't get it, so you What's the alternative? I mean, that's basically the alternative is is to use the radios, um, and yeah, because reliability is so critical. You yeah, need, yeah. If you don't want to walk into a dead zone or um, not and not be able to get in touch with someone or not be able to make a call if if there's an emergency, if something happens with your equipment and you can't call someone, mm-hmm. um, that costs money. But that's only one aspect of that. You mentioned reliability. Ruggedness goes into that too. That plays into it. Now, you know, cell phones are a little more rugged than they used to be, especially if you have these things packed in some of these heavy duty, um, uh, cell phone cases and things like that. But even so, they really lack the ruggedness that a radio has. You know, and some of the radios, we, we have radios that are IP65, IP67, IP68. We, we've got radios that can really take a beating out there, can take the elements. And you really are not going to get that from most cell phones. You're, you're going to, so you drop a cell phone, uh, somewhere, you know, it's, you're always worried about the cracked screen and, uh, or, or maybe just breaking it all together. Oh, of course. So uh, cell phones, you know, they, they're designing cell phones to be small. Mm-hmm. lightweight. Durability isn't really a, a primary concern. But if you're a business and you're giving a communications device to your employees, you don't want to have to worry about cracked screens. Yeah, <laughs> replacing it or repairing it every every couple of months. Yeah, that, you know, that's, 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 that's a big advantage to two-way radios over cell phones for employers anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a farm or an agricultural um, or in the agriculture industry, I think it's especially critical because you've got so much outdoor use. So it's not just the drops and the the being banged around that you know you would encounter in a warehouse, for example. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be outdoors. And there's another aspect, and that is the cost, the overall cost of using cell phones as opposed to a two-way radio. Here, the two-way radios. You've got that initial, sure, you've got that initial upfront cost of buying the radios and whatever other equipment you need to, for, for that. And if you need a repeater or something like that. But other than that, that's pretty much your cost because the airways are basically yours at that point. After that point, you don't have any residual fees. With cell phones, you have contracts, monthly fees, you know, the reoccurring fees going on with the cell phone. And a lot of these, 
farms, especially the mom and pop farms, they're they're operating on a budget here, you know, and and you know they're not always a huge money making enterprise. So you've got to count your cost. You, you know, you've got to take your costs into consideration on that. So if you're considering all the fees that go into having you know cell phones in play, and then you compare it to the two way radios, the radio is going to win. Right. And um, with like the small mom and pop farm, like you're talking about, a lot of times they can qualify for using GMRS radios. So yeah, you, yeah, you don't yeah. need a uh, business license mm-hmm. um, and it, you can buy radios that, that'll work right off the shelf and have a lot of um, like with the, the ocean GMRS mm-hmm. radios that um, we sell. These are business quality radios. Mm-hmm. So it lets you get into a business quality radio without having to go through the licensing process. And if you're on a fairly small farm and you're outdoors, being outdoors, you could probably get away with a MERS or an FRS radio too. And, and you know, that, that could be helpful. Although I think GMRS is probably a better way to go there. You know, those other options are, are still there. I mean, on an open field, um, you can get pretty far on a, a full two-watt FRS radio. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, an FRS radio is a good option, depending on how much range you need. Where yeah, you, you, yeah. Where going with a GMRS radio gives you an advantage is they can go um, up to five watts, usually on a mm-hmm. handheld, or 50 watts on a mobile. And, um, and they've got the repeaters, too. And you get and more repeating, durability yeah. with the radio. Um, so you're looking more like a business quality product yeah. with GMRS typically. But um, another advantage is they are cross compatible with FRS. This is so true. You could give certain people GMRS radios that um, are covered by your, your GMRS license or whatever, and give other people maybe lower cost um, bubble pack or two pack type FRS radios. Or even something like an Ocean uh, uh, 805F or FS, which is a full two watts, not like some of the bubble packs, which are not really – a lot of those bubble packs aren't even a full watt. Right. So there, there are options here. There are definitely a, options. A good setup um, would be something like uh, KG935G handheld uh, GMRS radios. But then if you have a, a lot of staff, you can have a fleet of uh, maybe Midland GXT 1000 VP4 radios as well, which are lower cost, but still have true. a little more power than um, typical FRS yeah, radios. GXT 1000s uh, run around three watts or so at least. So, yeah. you, you know, you're, you've got some coverage there. Now, those do require a GMRS license. So, you could mm-hmm. step down to like maybe a, a T71 VP3 yeah, from Midland, and work. then you, you wouldn't even need a license if you have people uh, that work for you that aren't uh, members of your family covered under a GMRS license. Yeah, that, that would work. T71 would be a good choice. The thing is, they are easy to set up and use, you know, right. for, for the radios overall. You, you know, you pick it up, and it's easy to use. You don't have a lot of complicated configuration, anything like that. You just basically turn it on, hit the push to talk, and it's instant. It's not like a cell phone. You have to be calling people all the time, uh, dialing up and that sort of thing. It's it's instant. Push to talk and, and you're there. And we do see – I'm not convinced that FRS GMRS is the best solution for a farm, mm-hmm. but uh, we do see a lot of sales going that way, maybe because we created like some farm kits 
last year where we have some of the the ocean products in a kit like you get a mobile mm-hmm. and a handheld and all together and um, well, before we get into the actual recommended radios that we have, because we do have a list of recommended radios, let's talk about how the radios are used on farms, because they're used in a lot of different ways. I have a list of a few items here. Um, I mean, the handhelds, obviously, are carried everywhere on the property. It's easy, it's easy to just carry them around with you. But uh, the mobiles are mounted typically in the tractor's uh, on the tractors and with other heavy farm equipment, like some of the the uh, farm equipment that I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I was watching some videos on, they've got these mobiles in there. Also, sometimes I've noticed in some of the videos that they have a mobile and they'll have a handheld there too. Yeah, well, what you probably see is people are always used to carrying a handheld, but they get yeah. in the in the combine and there's a mobile radio already in there. The advantage of the mobile obviously is you get more power. You can you can locate an antenna yeah. um, you know, outside the vehicle so the range is better and you you're talking up to fifty watts if you use something like a um a high power commercial mobile or something like a KG one thousand G um on the GMRS side or a MXT five hundred. Um, I really like the MXT 500 on a um, on farm equipment mm-hmm. because of the waterproof level. It's IP66, so if you have an open cab or you think that your mobile is going to be exposed to the elements, the MXT 500 might be a good option because it, of the waterproof. It's easy. It's easy to install and configure too. It's a very easy radio to configure. It's about the same, yeah. uh, like the install wise as yeah, others. As but a, yeah, the, there's yeah. simplicity in the way it works. Then you have base stations, and a lot of the mobiles can be used as base stations as well. And base stations are typically, you know, and easily set up in farmhouses and maintenance sheds and in barns, places like that, where they 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 can have a more permanent setup. and And it's easy to do. You can take the mobile, turn it into a base station. If you wind up short a radio or something out in the field, you can take the base station, convert it back to a mobile in, in many cases. So um, there's some versatility there, so, you know, that's which is pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. But you've got communications between the field hands, communications between the farmhouse and the field, uh, communications between buildings, um, and general security, general security on the farm. And, of course, the big one, emergency communications. I was watching, um, I was watching a YouTube video uh, not too long ago where they, uh, I think one of the combines, one of the the heavy uh, uh, vehicles, had a bad tire, and when something like that goes, and and there was um, a young lady that was using the vehicle, or well, she was an older lady, I think, and and she was using the vehicle, but she w- was having trouble, like she's stuck out in the middle of this field and middle of all this acreage and she's got this bad tire and it's like she can't necessarily just fix it herself. She's going to need a couple hands to do right. this, to do the replacement right away, instantly on the radio. The guys come out there and, you know, in a, in a Jeep or whatever and, and uh, are right there and they're, you know, helping her fix this and get her back on her way. Oh, of course. E- you know? Equipment problems are, are most likely a way of life uh, with oh, a farm, sure. right? I mean, sure. I imagine it, it, it happens where you have some kind of equipment hang up um, more often than not. And um, mm-hmm. when that happens, time is money, right? Yep. So yep. if you have a, a machine that's broken down and you can't get help immediately, 
that's uh, that's going to cost. So having covered all this, let's talk about the recommended radios for farms. Now, we do have a list here, and this list goes back. Now, we did do a an episode of the show some years ago about uh, farming with radios. Mm-hmm. And a couple of these uh, radios that we have on our list now were still – they were on our list back then because they're solid radios and they're still on the list, but we've added more since then because times have changed and the radios that are available now have changed and are geared a little bit more towards industries like agriculture and farming. So we, the list has gotten a little longer and which is great because you have more, you have more to choose from sure. that now than you did back then. Uh, let's start off with ICOM. ICOM has a couple here that have been real workhorses uh, for us in the past. Yeah, these are some of our best-selling business radios, is, uh, like the ICOM F4001 in a handheld or a, an ICOM F6011 mm-hmm. on the mobile uh, side. Those are quite popular. Also on the commercial side, you've got, uh, you can't go wrong with a Motorola product. Motorola's yeah, recently yeah. introduced the R2, which is a replacement for the CP200D. Yeah, brand new one. Yeah, it's brand new. And uh, I, I know that's going to be an extremely popular radio. It's mm-hmm. small and lightweight, and it has uh, digital capabilities. Um, so uh, I think that's a great choice as well. Now, the the radios that we mentioned there, the ICOM, the Motorola's, um, those are commercial radios. If you're using those, you need to have a business license, a business frequency license. Mm-hmm. And this is my preferred way to go for a farm. I think if you are a farm, um, you are better off doing the licensing process, getting a frequency that's completely dedicated to you and buying commercial equipment and having that frequency programmed into your commercial mm-hmm. equipment. It's, it's You don't have to worry about interference. You don't have to worry about um People stepping on your hearing the next farm over using the same yeah, channel as that's you. That's true. And I mean, if a farm is a legitimate business by you know by all measures, it is what the business radio license was intended for. Mm-hmm. So, um, it just makes sense to me to go that route. Um, there, and if you don't have a business license per se, you can get one, and we offer that. Uh, that type of service. You can just go to buytoyrace.com and you can- We'll do the FCC paperwork for you. It costs around uh, $450, $500, depending on if you need, somewhere around $500, depending on if you need a repeater or just simplex frequencies that go radio to radio. And we can do all this for you. And and how long is that license good for? Uh, License is good for 10 years. So So it's really not bad- for business and you're guaranteed exclusivity for the mm-hmm. most part, unless, you know, there, there's exceptions. But. but that breaks down to, you're talking about $500 a license or so, that breaks down to 50 bucks a year. Yeah. And it covers everyone that works for your farm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go FRS, GMRS, now these are the types of radios that you see in your big box stores, or at least the frequencies they use. Mm-hmm. Um like Midland products, uh, Motorola Talkabouts, those are generally FRS. They're sold in two packs, and they're um, lower-cost radios. Mm-hmm. GMRS radios use the same frequencies as FRS with some extra capabilities like repeaters, but GMRS radios are usually higher quality. Here we're talking like KG935G, right. handheld uh, KG905G, um, 
kind of mentioned the 935G plus Nine. because with USB C support, of course, that's uh, that's a big plus. Um, <laughs> and with these radios, you avoid the licensing process. Mm-hmm. But technically, you're still supposed to have a GMRS license if you're using those higher-end products. True. And a GMRS license only covers your family. Mm -hmm. So if you're a farm and you're hiring people outside of your immediate family and you're using these these radios, technically, they're all supposed to be licensed. Mm -hmm. Unless... Uh, of course, if you've had a GMRS license as a business for a long time, because back in the day, um, you know, businesses could have a GMRS license, and those businesses were grandfathered in uh, from the changes that were made since then. So if you've had a GM, if you're a farm that's been around for 60, 70 years and you have a GMRS license, you know, probably you know still who okay. you are. You know who you are, yeah. <laughs> There's three of you. <laughs> You're lucky. So, um, yeah, those are, those are all good points. That the, they are. Uh, yeah, but we've always sold commercial equipment to farms. But I don't know if it's because we made these agriculture kits or what. But we see seem to see a lot more um, interest in GMRS radios for farming. Mm-hmm. So we've got them. Uh, we think they, they will work great uh, for that use. Well, we were, we were going to talk about Midland for a second because yeah. I'm wearing the Midland shirt and the Midland hat. Always. It's your new yeah. podcast uniform. Uh, anyway, uh, Midland MXT 115 uh-huh. and the MXT 500. Uh, the MXT 115 is, is a good um, – a small micro mobile, the MXT 500, more of a full uh, mobile radio. Both of those are are good choices. You know, uh, I like farms. the MXT 115 because it, it's so small. I mean, this radio is is super tiny, so you can put the body of the radio anywhere. It's easy to mount. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. you can easily find a mounting spot for it. Uh, there's another version of that with the MXT 275 that uh, has all the controls built into the mic. For the radio, right. so it's even easier. To yeah, because you could tuck locate. that away under a seat, or you know, the uh, the unit under a seat somewhere, somewhere else, and you got the everything is right there on the microphone. It's now these cool. are not um, especially waterproof. If you want mm-hmm. to go with a waterproof um, radio for your farm equipment, the and you want to stick with the GMRS world, the MXT five hundred is probably your best option. That's yeah. IP six six. Radio, there's uh, if you want to go ocean, there's the KG XS 20G, which is a little more waterproof than most. It's uh, the mic is IP55, the um, radio itself is IP66, I believe, but the the mic is 55. And it's a nice light uh, radio, you can actually plug this one into a um. A 12 volt, uh, a DC socket, you know, if your, your vehicle has one, you know, like they call it the cigarette light adapters. Right. You've got that right. ability it's got to that, just the plug Midland, it in there. Uh, the MXT 115 and 275 have that. Yeah, they as well, have that included. also. Yeah. Which is really cool because if, if you want to use it in your uh, tractor or whatever, and then you need to take it, you know, somewhere else, you can just unplug it and, you know, take it with you. Yep. Pretty much. So it's not, uh, that, that's very handy to have. But we put together some farm radio kits that uh, we've, after some 
uh, experimentation and, and, and checking around to see what makes a good combination, what uh, some farms uh, really need. Uh, we have a few options here. Uh, let's talk about those for a little bit. Probably our best seller is that um, Ocean KG935G um, XS20G mobile that comes mm-hmm. with the uh, Nagoya an- antenna, the Mag UT Mountain antenna. UT72G. Yeah, the uh-huh. UT72G. That's it. We see a lot of movement on that one. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty reasonably priced, too. It's a good that's a good package to get. You save a yeah, little and you, you get a mobile, you get a handheld, uh, all together. Yeah. Then you have the Farm Radio Base Station kit, which uh, that – that kind of takes it up a little, a little. Oh, a it's notch the same bit. kit, but it includes yeah. a power supply yeah, for the yeah. the radio. Got the, the power mobile. supply right there, and then we have something called the base station plus. Now that one, that one, we swap out the mobile with. We still are using the nine thirty five G, but we swap out the mobile for a full KG one thousand G mobile radio, which is uh, you know that's really heavy duty. That makes a great base station, and. Um, Pretty solid radio, very popular. Probably one of our most popular ocean mobiles. Well, it is yeah, our the, most popular the, ocean mobiles. Yeah, the, the mobile. big advantage is is that that KG one thousand G is built like the big brand two way radios. It's got a super header, mm-hmm. a dyne receiver. It's got fifty watts of power. It's, you know, it's very very sensitive like on receiver, <laughs> and it's got a super wide receive range, so you can get you know weather stations on it. You can listen to you can listen to airband uh, yeah, on AM on that yeah. radio if you want so you can to. Catch the crop dusters. Yeah, you listen in on the crop dusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, um, and that comes with the power supply and also a UT seventy two G antenna uh, as an- well. Another thing we should mention about the KG one thousand G that might be of interest to uh, agriculture is that the faceplate is removable. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Can't forget that. Yeah, you can put the radio body like under a seat or something and mount. Even though it's not a waterproof radio, you can probably position the radio body somewhere that's waterproof and then waterproof the, the uh, faceplate. Yeah, and it comes with a, a fairly long cable for doing that. So you can place it pretty much anywhere you need it. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it comes it, with all the mounts that yeah, you would want to everything. do an incline or a straight on. This is set to go. Yeah, it's everything you need right in the box. But those are our recommendations. Also, and I didn't forget it this time, if you use promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off this uh, off the order here, off any of these farm radio kits, the uh, you know any of the radios here that we've mentioned. Well, we have to give them something gotta, for making yeah, it this far exactly. into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do that, uh, promo code SHOW. All right, so um, really small farms uh, they can they can use the two watt FRS radios if they're really really small farms like the KG eight hundred five F and the KG eight hundred five FS. Uh, you know if it's if it's a not a really T seventy one T seventy ones that that kind of thing, but the large commercial farms may need business radios. I think and or business radios with a repeater, so they're probably going to. Uh, I think a large commercial farm is absolutely going to need a business radio, yeah. and I, I think a business radio is something that even a small farm should consider, because um, if you add employees and things like that, that the FRS GMRS gets a little complicated if you're trying to, to play by the rules. Okay. Now, although they do work great, I gotta say. So, and those, they're easy to get, to use. 
<laughs> Got that in there too. Um, yeah, they are. Well, I think that covers it for uh, the radios and agriculture, unless you have any other thoughts. I, I don't. I think we got that covered. All right. Well, we've got some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twobayradioforum.com. Let me pull these up here. The first one comes from Barry. And Barry wants to know, do you have directions on how to install the Ocean software for the KG935G? I downloaded it to my laptop, but don't have any idea what to do next. And that's from Barry. Basically, um, we have an article on the website, Simple Instructions. Uh, it's called How to Install the Programming Cable and Software for the KG905G. includes basic instructions for installing Ocean programming software in general. Uh, and that, I think that starts in, I think, step three of the instructions. That that works for pretty much all, because basically we're talking about uh, in step three, the, the programming cable, the, the red Ocean programming cable, and that's pretty much a standard install. We're probably going to need to update some of that, though, and I, I think that um, we're probably going to need to do a, another video here soon on on some more specific issues with with installing the programming uh, cable and software because mostly because we've got Windows 11 now and because when this was originally written that was before Windows 11 and uh, now we've got uh, you know some newer uh, PCs out there and things like that so we're we're, we're yeah, working we, on we it should we're working update on it. those but it, it is if you've ever installed anything on a Windows machine it's you know it's pretty much the same process you, you double click the uh, executable that you download from our website yeah. Yeah, and uh, go through the installer, and then you'll have a um, application in your programs list on your computer called KG nine thirty five G, for example. Let's see. Our next question comes from uh, ah comes from Sean. Sean, uh, he's responding to episode one seventy seven, our, our previous episode, where we were uh, introducing the KG S seventy four A. Uh, aviation radio. And Sean says, I'm not an aviator, plus I have an amateur HT that can receive and scan the airband, but this sounds like a great little radio. I do have a friend who is a private pilot, and I have sent him the link to the podcast. I have, well, thanks, Sean. We appreciate that. I have the KGS88G, and it is a great little radio that is built tough. It is a great single-purpose radio when all the bells and whistles on the KG935G are superfluous. The USB-C is more of a plus than I thought it would be. Uh, I enjoyed the podcast, and that's from Sean. Sean, really, thank you. You know, Appreciate that, it. Um, as we said on that episode, we are not like experts in aviation radio. So um, no. I was a little nervous launching this this aviation radio, but the feedback that we've gotten from users that that are using those radios already is it's been overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, it's been very positive so far. This one is from Richard. He's asking about the CP200D annihilation VV108. Richard wants to know, uh, I can program the VV108 any way to get it work with the CP200D, and that's from Richard. Basically, if it supports the same band of frequencies and PL tones as the CP200D, uh, and in the CP200D you're using is a UHF model, then you should should be able to do that in analog mode. But the CP200D is is also a digital radio, so uh, inhalation is analog only. So if if you're operating the 
200D in digital mode? Uh, probably not. Right. You'd have to be an analog on both. The last one comes from Stephen, and he's asking about the TH9800, the TYT TH9800. He wants to know, does the TYT TH9800 have FM modulation on 10 meters and 6 meters? And that's from Stephen. Um, Stephen, yes, the TYT TH9800 is FM on all four bands. It is a quad band radio. And I guess that does it for our comments and questions this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny Anthony or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it anywhere you can hear a podcast. And, of course, if you uh, subscribe by email, if you click on the little blue email button that says subscribe by email at twowayradioshow.com, you can uh, subscribe by email. Just put your email address in there, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out. All right, well, I guess it does it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, Before we go, any other final comment? I think we're good. All right. All right, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feimster. And we're... Out.